Eagles Entertainment. On Wednesday, November 24th, Eagles players spoke to the media. First to the podium, safety Ronnie McLeod and defensive tackle Fletcher Cox. What's going on? Cold in here. Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, it caught everyone uh, off guard, kind of unexpected change. But uh, all we have to go over is uh, the film that they presented. Uh, and so, you know, within any game, uh, teams are going to run uh, different things that they might not necessarily show on film or uh, things that have worked against you. So we have to be able to adjust and adapt. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, all we can do is lock in on what they've shown thus far and, and try to uh, do our best job and see what they come out with on Sunday. After the Vegas game, you mentioned how the flight home, a lot of guys got together were, were talking on, on that flight. In hindsight now, what did you guys discuss and, and, and has it come through on the field? Yeah, I think the, the main focus was just uh, making sure that we keep this thing tight and we stay together uh, through it all, uh, knowing that we experienced a lot of uh, up, a lot of trial and tribulation. We doing this together? Yeah. Okay. So we you going for lunch? Uh, we, we your chair. No, just scoot over a little bit. We your chair, man. Huh? <laughs> All right, good. We ready? All right. Yeah. So um, we pretty much, man. We just talked about just being together uh, and and getting through a, t a tough time. But uh, most importantly, uh, that was our message, man. Is uh, we're gonna find a way to get through this, and the best way we know how is to go back to work to grind it out, stay together, believe in ourselves, and that's what you've seen. Uh, you've seen us continue to fight, continue to believe, regardless of what's been said outside this building, and it's paying off for us. Do you remember that, Fletch, the flight back from Las Vegas? Uh, it was terrible. Uh, obviously not a good feeling for us. Uh, I mean, obviously, as a, you know, as a team, you want to win, especially on a long on a long flight like that. You know, it kind of sucks when you're coming off of a, you know, the way we lost that game and just losing, basically, on a, on a long flight. Uh, I think that that put a really bad taste in a lot of players' mouth in the locker room, and just just made guys just realize, you know, uh, if you really don't want, want want that feeling, and do something about it. What did you do on that flight? Do you remember? What did I do on that flight? I stayed awake, uh, honestly, um, so I could probably sleep when I get home. Uh, but obviously, you know, you know, you saw some guys talking, and you know, you find out who who the real guys are in the locker room. Uh, you find out, who, you know, who wanted more, and that's that's really. Um, it's always the biggest thing. You go around, you talk to guys, and you, you let them know that, um, hey, you know, it, it's not over. Uh, we still got a chance, and uh, and you know, you guys, guys, listen, and, and that's that's what you want. Ronnie, we saw on the, on the um, video of the locker room after this past game that Jalen was the guy that kind of broke him down. You've you've done a lot of the pre stuff. Um, I know he stepped in when you were injured. How's that? How's that maturation been going for him? About him kind of asserting his voice more as a leader. Yeah, I felt it. Uh... It was time for him, for us to hear from him, right? Um, and and Jalen, man, has uh, been a voice, a strong voice, and uh, in this locker room and, and for this team uh, for uh, since the beginning, honestly. And uh, honestly, we go as he goes. Uh, he's a he's a leader, he's a warrior, and he's exemplified that in a lot of in a lot of ways. But most importantly, by, through his actions. And so when he speaks, we listen. And so I felt, uh, man, look. You know, team needs to hear from you right now, and let's keep this thing going. And uh, well said. And he's going to continue to show up and work, and we're going to continue to follow him. So that was the first time he did it. Uh, no, nah, he's game. done uh, it a yeah. couple other times yeah. too. Yeah. When you yeah. look back at that, uh, that, yeah, that Vegas game, was that one of the worst losses you guys have been a part of since you've been there? I know there was a bad one in '16, I think, in Cincinnati, but uh, look back at it now, was it you know, probably one of the worst ones? I wouldn't say that was the worst loss since I've been here. Uh, it was one of the worst loss, worst losses I've been, but not the, definitely not the top one. I think the top one will be a couple of years here. Here, here ago we played Carolina. We was up, uh, and uh, and we was up late in the fourth quarter and they came back and won the game. That's probably the worst loss of my career, and I I always harp on that. Uh, but for me, definitely. You guys, uh, both of you guys have been part of the, the 2018-2019 teams where you guys had similar slow starts and then, you know, last-minute turnarounds down the stretch. Uh, do you guys have to emphasize that as better leaders that it is possible uh, to turn things around after such a slow start? Uh, I think, yeah, it's important to speak from experience, but at the end of the day, this is a new team, uh, a new group of individuals, and uh, we're going and, and – 
we're all facing our our challenges, this team challenges for the first time. So I think for us, it's cool to revert back to the past, but we have to just focus on the moment, see what works for this team. And uh, man, coach has expressed connecting and being together, um, focusing on uh, holding people accountable and uh, the details, right? And, and we found that when we lock in on the details, when we compete at a high level, and when we stay together and come out with a mindset that no team can can honestly, you know, mess with us and we won't be denied, then uh, we get the results that we want. So we just have to continue on with that and keep pushing forward. How was JG kind of uh, handled the ship and play callers for either of you guys? Has for he, who, JG? Yeah, has he brought up Freddie Kitchen in Cleveland? Has he kind of gone back to there? Or as you said, Rodney, do you just have to lean on what the Giants have shown? I, mean, I think it, I mean the biggest thing for us is just making it about us. You know, we know that they, you know, they're going to a, they're probably going into a switch, um, and it's it's going to a division game. So basically, I think it comes down to, you know, we kind of know them. Um, I mean, they maybe know us from the film that we're watching, but I think the the biggest thing for us is you know making it about us. You know, making sure whatever whatever JG calls that we're playing it and when everybody's doing their job and holding them accountable. And um, would they would they have some wrinkles? Yeah, I'm sure they will. Um, but the th- biggest thing for us is just execute our game plan, you know, as we've been doing, and um, just and uh, just go out and, and put it on tape. How important is it, you know, the things you mentioned, saying keeping guys accountable, you know, making sure you guys are focused on the work. Now that things kind of are going well, you know, how important is it to stay consistent with that type of type, that type of stuff? It's huge, uh, and that's what we talked about today in our team meeting is. Uh, blocking out the noise, uh, the noise that we heard when uh, people didn't give us a chance. And it's the same thing now that we've had success over these past few games. Uh, we just have to be consistent. And um, I think, you know, if we do that, we'll be fine. Have we seen JG uh, dial up some more blitzes the last four weeks? Um, some have been effective. Uh, what have you seen has been the difference? Just the execution. Uh, us as, as players going out and executing our, our assignment, um, understanding our assignment, um, and then going out and, and, and getting it done. Uh, it, it's that simple, uh, honestly. When we look back at the games that we lost, uh, there's been a lot of mental errors. There's been you know, uh, mistakes on our part. And so as players, uh, we take ownership in that, and we're responsible for that. So uh, what you've seen is, is uh, us eliminating those mistakes uh, being very detailed, uh, playing at a high level, uh, getting population to the ball, creating turnovers like Fletch did, and uh, you liked that, didn't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? They paid dividend for us, and we we have to continue that as we go down the stretch. Um, but more importantly, um, going against a division opponent on Sunday. Hey, Ronnie, what specifically did you do yesterday, and and why was that important to you? Oh uh, yeah, so uh, went out uh, to the you know the community, um, Philadelphia, and, and was able to pass out uh, some turkeys to over uh, 200 families. Um, had some support from uh, Slay and, and Zach and Dion, uh, and my wife was there in our foundation. But it it was a great time, man. And honestly, you know we understand what we're coming out of this pandemic and how this has created a lot of uh, struggles and, and and extended problems like for a lot of families. Um, and food insecurities. And so we wanted to be able to just help a lot of families out during this time of, of giving uh, and make and bring some cheer to their holidays and make sure that uh, they have some food on their table uh, um, to be able to support. And uh, it's a good feeling, man. And uh, Philadelphia is, is, is my family, and that's what you do. All right, thanks, guys. Next up, running back, Miles Sanders. Um, just got to learn from my mistakes, you know, uh, can't, there's certain stuff I got to do and got to follow it, just got to be disciplined and follow it. Um, despite the hundred yards, I'm just happy we won the game. Is that one of those things where in, before the play, you just have to kind of remind yourself that, like what the situation is? And what yeah, the yeah. Um, like I said, just, just mentally, I just got to stay locked in and just, just know what I got to do. It's been a while since you've logged a lot of carries in a game with Jordan out. Um, do you feel like that that may happen in this case, or do you think that'll be more still by committee? Um, I think it'll uh, it'll be still running back committee. I mean, it was the same it's the same situation when when I was out. You know, uh, spread the ball around between Boston, Kenny, and Jordan. Now with Jordan out, uh, now it's Kenny back in the mix. You know, so 
Uh, it's just uh, next man up mentality, and um, I, we're all capable of doing and whatever and getting the job done. So um, just this confidence in, in the running back room, I think, is very diverse. And with the O line we got, I think we could do anything. Nick said, Nick said he was also willing though to ride the hot hand. I mean, you almost want to take that decision out of his hand, and uh, you know, and if you are hot. Uh, whoever's hot and keep keep the ball in their hands. I, I believe I believe Jordan had a had a hot hand in, in last uh, last week's games and kept them in about like five six plays in a row and uh, all gashed the defense uh, pretty pretty good. So uh, like I said, everybody's going to be ready for whatever and whoever's uh, name is called up and they're going to be ready. Is it still significant for you when Saquon's on the other sideline because you didn't really get that last year? Um, no, nah, it's just it's just always good playing against him because you know we always talked about about uh, stuff like this, you know. Never thought we was going to be playing each other twice a year, but, you know, it's, it's always special playing against somebody that you dreamed and, and talked about stuff like this be, with. So it's, it's, going, it's, it's always special uh, every game. Even before he was inactive last week, Kenny's role had kind of diminished. How, how have, you, have you talked to him about that and, and kind of making sure he's staying engaged? Yeah, um, he's have, he has a good spirit. Everybody, The thing about this team is everybody has a good spirit. Everybody knows their roles and... Whenever their names called up, they're excited and they're ready to ball. You know, uh, nobody's out here in in this building. You know, piling or or having any any problems with one another. You know, we're all a, a unit in in this building, and it's just next man up mentality here. And everybody knows their role, and I think that's the best thing here. And like I said, I talked about the chemistry all the, all the time, and it's just a cool vibe here, and nothing really to be worried about. Anything. Early and then missing the three games. How does your body feel at this point in the season compared maybe to the previous two years? Uh, I feel good, you know. Um, yeah, I feel good, honestly. Um, it's my first game back in a couple of weeks, not not doing anything really, so I'm pretty sore, but I, I'll be alright. But <laughs> that's just a game of football. But as the way the whole season planned out, my body feels good. Yeah. It was around this time two years ago that you really kind of asserted yourself, partly because of Jordan's injury. This is going to be kind of the same case again. How have you seen yourself develop if you look back to that that time um, two years ago? Just just overall as a player, um, I think mentally and and uh, football IQ-wise, I think um, I'm way much on a different level than I was my rookie year. Uh, um, just knowing what to do and, and how to do it. You know, uh, looking at defenses and, and anticipating stuff, but but still reading it out, but expecting you know something off of this look. You know, just just being smarter, playing smarter football, and um, just overall, really. Have you ever gone this deep into a season without scoring a touchdown? Is that something you're thinking about? Oh man, uh, <laughs> I'm not even trying to think about that. But uh, I guess I say yeah. But as long as we we're doing what we got to do, I, I really don't care what my stats look like at this point had a ton of success against the Giants over the years. As a running back, do you ever feel that? Like, I've, I've gotten this opponent before. I've had good games, and it kind of gives you more confidence as you go into the Absolutely. Especially when you play against the same teams and they can't stop you, then, um, yeah, you you have to feel confident. You have no reason but to feel confident. And Boston Scott, I hope the Giants is ready for Boston Scott. So. <laughs> How much has that been brought up uh, behind the scenes? And how much tape of, of you guys playing well against the Giants do you think you'll watch this this week? Um, I hope it's a lot. You know, it's the first it's the first day back. You know, starting a new week, so um, we watch certain film, but not not a, too much of last year because it's not kind of it's kind of different schemes and stuff. But um, in watching the film, do you feel like you hit it? much better now versus your rookie year in terms of getting to the hole and just, you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's not not really no hesitation. Um, just reading who I'm supposed to read and just uh, hitting the most open hole. And if there's no hole, no hole there, just dig it in there and try to get a, a hard three to four yards, two to three, it don't matter. Just keep it from bouncing outside. That's, that's not how we're supposed to play NFL ball. When you compare um, sort of running with Jalen, his presence on the field versus other quarterbacks you've played with, how much of a difference does it make? How much is it open up things for you to have that sort of plus one, as they say, in the running game? Um, it's similar for me uh, as far as college, so it's not my first time having a quarterback like this. Uh, I played with Trace McSorley at Penn State, so it's definitely the same effect. It just opens up the whole wider uh, defense have to play, play you different just because um, – just because your your quarterback can can do the same thing as, as the running backs actually, um, and that's that's a hard that's a hard deep offense to stop honestly. And then with him being able to throw the ball and with the type of receivers we have, so uh, 
I, if, if I'm a decent, I hope they have headaches against us. So, uh, but I love it. I love the way the effect that he has on his offense, and uh, it's going to keep getting better and better. Thanks, Miles. Up next, wide receiver Devontae Smith. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Can't complain. Can't complain. How much does um, your uh, your time at uh, I mean, it helps a lot. I mean, as a competitor, these are the type of games you want to be in. Those games where it comes down to the last drive and things like that. Um, as a competitor, those are just the type of games you live for. So, I mean, being in Alabama, you know, it helped a lot just be able to, you know, face some adversity and not be new to it. Being from uh, the South, how are you handling the cold? Are you ready for the cold that's to come? Honestly, I don't mind the cold. I, okay. I'd rather it be cold than hot. Really? Why yeah. Because when it's cold, you can adapt. You can put some, a jacket on or something like that. When it's hot, it's just hot. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Um, I don't know exactly, but I mean, it's, it always comes with the game. I mean, that's not my first time losing. I mean, I've been playing multiple sports all my life. So, I mean, losing, it's all about how you how you bounce back. So, just how you answer to it, how you respond. Yeah, I mean, you're in some fashion. Are you, like, excited to add to, like, what was your wardrobe that you haven't had before? Uh, yeah, most definitely. I mean, I feel like that's the time when you can do a little more, get outside the box. Yeah, I got some stuff in the closet. Hey, hey Devontae, um, you know, obviously you guys have been running a ton the last four games and everything, and there haven't been a lot of, like, you know, passes going around for everybody. Like, I know you and Dallas are still getting, getting your share, but, like, as far as, like, Jalen Rager and, and Quez and JJ and stuff, how, how are, like, they been kind of, like, staying involved, um, you know, with not getting as many targets as maybe earlier in the season? Um, well, as an offense, I think everybody's um, happy with the direction that the offense is going in. I mean, as long as we're winning games, that's all that everyone cares about. And I mean, when, when your number is called, everybody is ready to make their play. So, I mean, those guys, they're, they're coming in every day. They're chipping away. It, um, it doesn't affect them. I mean, you, you don't see no signs of it affecting them. They're coming in still working every day, doing the things they need to do. And I know most definitely when that number is called, they'll be ready for it. I know you've kind of mentioned the fact, you know, in the past, like, so how about with blocking and everything like that? I mean, are those guys really getting like into into that aspect as well, like blocking and helping out in the run game and, and um, whatever they can. Most definitely, I feel like. As a receiver, you feel like that's your time just to kind of get your shot back at a DB. I mean, every time they always get to hit you every play, but you don't necessarily get to really be physical with them. So with blocking, I feel like that's your time. Uh, yeah, I've seen a couple of them. Uh, I mean, they're all funny. I mean, overall, I'm, I mean, I'm glad to be a Philadelphia Eagle. Glad to be here. Devonta, yesterday there was a story that came out on Bryce Young and you know how uh, detailed he is when he watches film. I'm wondering, at, at what point of your career did you really kind of like start picking up film, and what's your what's your favorite part about watching film? Uh, I mean. As a player, you have to do that because you can't just go out to the game blind, not knowing what your opponent is going to do. Um, so you have to know what the guy across from you is going to do, what he likes to do, what he's comfortable with, what he's uncomfortable with. So, um, I mean, just going to Alabama, that's kind of where it started. Um, that's kind of a big thing around there, watching film. You watch a ton of film around there, so you just kind of had to get into it. Devontae, this team has been through some struggles this year, early in the year. What kept everything together? Uh, after some of those tough losses? Um, just knowing that we could be better than, than what we were doing. I mean, everybody can sit up here and blame this person and that person, but I feel like everybody do a great job of taking accountability of the things that they do wrong. And um, I mean, everybody comes in every day from the players to the coaches, and they just get 1% better better every day. Everybody comes in, know what they have to do to get better, and everybody attacks it. Uh, I mean, same way I spend it at home. Um, I mean, mom's not going to be here, so I'm going to have to do a little cooking myself. So, you know, just cook some stuff. What are you cooking? What, what's your best uh, I mean, I'm just going to do the norm, some ham, macaroni. Well, what, what, and real quick, what was your take on that? You heard, I don't know if you heard about uh, these Matthews saying you didn't like macaroni. What did you take on that? I mean, macaroni, it wouldn't be my first choice, but I mean, nothing's wrong with macaroni. I like macaroni, but I mean, I'm more of a, I got to have sweet potatoes. Got to. Sweet potato pie, it's a must. I got to have it. 
like uh, in that, that Lions game, you were up on the sideline and you were, uh, you know, agitated for the team to run the ball and you really wanted them to pound the rock. For a receiver, that, that seems like it might not always be the case. Why is it that, that you like that as a receiver? Uh, I mean, whatever's well, working for the team. I mean, that's what we were doing, and it was working for us. So, I mean, why why go away from it? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And it seems like over the past four weeks, that's what you guys have done, you know, and obviously it is working. Um, do, you get, do you get bored on the outside, or you're, you're just happy that it's working? No, I mean, when when it's been that su successful, I mean, you enjoy just watching those guys get, get their chance to do what they do. And, I mean, eventually it's going to open up the pass game sooner or later. So, I mean, every day just keep chipping away every day. When, when you, um, I mean, I was just sitting there. I mean, whoever called, that's who was called. But um, I mean, when when the Eagles traded up, I I kind of knew that's why I was going to be. Is there? Um, that that is pretty big. I mean, that. The stuff that I see on social media, they them going back and forth, it, it means a lot to the people around here. At the at the same time, like, do you follow how Kadarius Tony is doing with them? Because you know he's the guy they ended up with when they could have had you. Uh, I mean, I follow all the receivers in my class. Um, just those guys, just um, you know, seeing what I can learn from them, see what they're doing. Um, just wishing all, them all the best. I mean, you enjoy seeing those guys that you come out with in that class, um, that you played against, that you see play. Just seeing those guys develop, just seeing them get their chance. I mean, I'm overall excited for all of them. Is there a challenge to stay mentally sharp and uh, when you guys are running 50 times a game and the passes are few and far between uh, during the game? Um, you can't get bored with the basic fundamentals. Never get bored with the fundamentals. So just keep keep that the main thing. Keep doing your fundamentals, and when your number is called, make your play. Um, it's just reading down, kind of. You kind of have to know what um what Kelsey's calling a little bit, kind of tell you who to block if they're gonna go out there or not, and things like that. But I mean, overall, it just comes down to you knowing the playbook. I mean, you have to know who to block. Um, it's just that's that's like the leader of the offense. I mean, everything goes through him. Goes through him, then it goes through Jalen. And I mean, if you don't know, Kelsey knows everything. He knows what the receiver's supposed to be doing. He know he knows some of the routes we're supposed to run. So if you don't know, ask Kelsey. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's 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 things that you see in a movie. You don't see people just going out there doing things like that. Now we'll hear from offensive tackle Jordan Mylata. Hey guys. Who won the wrestling match, you or Marcus Davenport? No, we won the game. That's all that matters. So, I want to celebrate Thanksgiving, mate. Uh, we didn't do that in Australia. It's not an Australian custom. It's an American custom. And uh, if I had it my way, I'd had a big chicken instead of a turkey because the turkey's dry. What about the move to IHOP on Instagram? <laughs> I was just being cheeky, that's all. Um, that's all that was, the IHOP thing, just being cheeky. <laughs> it did seem like you, uh, you know, Nick's kind of mentioned playing with the Nationals, but you seemed to do that in that game. Was that just a product of, of some one-on-one -on -one battles that got under your skin a little bit? Yeah, it was, uh, it was a product of a lot of things um, that kind of led up to, you know, just kind of blowing my cap. And I think the biggest thing for me was all the extra stuff he was doing in Jalen. And, uh, you know, I'm a big boy. I can handle myself. But I think seeing him getting pushed out of bounds and, and even when, you know, Jalen's breaking the pockets and he's throwing the ball, he's getting hit late by that, you know, by number 92. And uh, Davenport, sorry. Um, and so for me, it's just kind of built up and the frustration was just like, you know, once I get the opportunity, you know, I'm, I'm going to do something to this dude. And just so happened that play, you know, he lined up against me and, Took the right, right footwork, got the right uh, levers on him, leverage, and just kind of just wanted to, you know, finish him into the ground. And I, don't, I honestly blanked out half that play until, yeah, you know, it got up, and then I, I'm pretty sure he grabbed me, and so was, that's when I just, <laughs> I mean, you guys seen it? I mean, it just kind of. There's a misperception about you that you're like, just a happy-go-lucky guy <laughs> that you can't be nasty. Yeah, I think there's a, there is a misperception. Uh, my family knows 
you know, I can play with nastiness. But I think for me, it's been a confidence thing. You know, knowing the game plan is, has helped a lot with my confidence. I'm knowing the right techniques and just keep keeping the repetitions coming every day and every week. Um, just kind of provided me with that edge on Sunday. And, you know, I think for me as an identity that, you know, like Jalen said, it's a mentality thing, you know, and that's moving forward. That's what it's going to be. You know, we're going to be, be a more physical team. We're going to have that nastiness, that grit. And, you know, it's kind of fun. It's really fun, actually. Do you, you want to be known as that? Pardon? Do you personally, do you want to be known as that? Do I want to be known as that? Yeah. As what? As like a, a nasty physical guy out there. Hell yeah. Wanting to protect the quarterback is pretty natural for offensive line. Mm -hmm. You obviously didn't play the game most of your upbringing. I mean, when did you learn that? For me, it's protecting my family. I told you guys this last week. You know, all these guys on on the on the team are my family, and so for me, protecting my family is is what made me do that. I get what you're saying, Dave. The whole you know QB, O line, protect them. But for me, seeing my brother get hit, getting pushed out of bounds late, they roll with me right. Did Jalen say anything to you after the uh, He texted me late at night on that uh, Sunday. So, yeah. He said thank you. Next, no, no, he said thank you. Nick started bringing up that term nastiness this week, physicality, a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Is that the same thing behind the scenes? Did he emphasize that more? about three, four weeks ago because he seems to have talked about the physicality, the yeah. nastiness. Yeah, I mean, you guys have seen it with the O-line. Every week we're trying to be the more physical team. We're trying to play nasty. Or nasty, you guys say. Nasty. Um, you know, we're just trying to, we're just trying to be the, the most dominant O-line out there on the field, you know, and that comes with you know, the repetitions every day, making sure we're detailed and just coach re-emphasizing. Just, you, know, you hear him say it every week, every day. Got to play with physicality. Got to play with nastiness, and that's what's going to win. I truly believe now that games are won up front. The O line and D line they set the tone, and if we can set the tone that we're the most dominant team, I think we're going to come come away with a good uh, good victory. I think the other way I've heard uh, described what you could add is as an enforcer that we've kind of saw JP fill that role. for for, for years. Is that is that something that mean that um, you're willing to embrace? Yeah, I'm willing to embrace. Yeah, I mean, you know, I just for me, I just I'm trying to be my own person, you know, and watching JP for the last three years kind of helped me, you know, just understand what kind of role that left tackle has, you know, and and just the small things that the O line needs, and you know, I'll, I'll be ready to take on any role for this team, just to get the win and protect my my, my family. What, what did you say to uh, Davenport during that? Can't repeat what I said, mate. It's uh, my mum's watching. So. Can you give us the PG version? Uh, I said great game, mate. <laughs> I said great game, man. Hey, thanks for rolling on the ground with me. Um, nah, just just you know, just normal chat, uh, trash talk, and trying to you know, get in his head. You know, for me, it was all his trash talk just from last year as well. Just, I just remember them being so dirty after plays last year, and for me, I wanted to set the tone early. And that's why I just was the way I was on Sunday because I wasn't going to let that fly again this year. Lane called you a big dinosaur. What's your interpretation of that? That's pretty funny. I'm not going to lie. Hey, when he, I watched that video too when he called me a dinosaur. I, I couldn't help but laugh. I mean, you know, Lane he called me a dinosaur. I'm like, cool. I've heard uh, much worse things. How, mu- how much has uh, BG helped you over the years with the trash talk? Oh, man. With the trash talk. <laughs> No, I never even thought about it, but I, I would like to thank BG for that, for preparing me to hear the trash talk. You know, he, he, you guys know him, how, how funny he is with just saying that he's got the funniest insults. Like, he can be complimenting you at the same time, but you don't understand his trash talk. So, hats off to BG. Hey, one of the things that Devontae was saying to us is um, he, he likes being able to block you because it gets him a chance to hit a cornerback. Yeah, it's insane. You know, you see a guy who just came out of college, who's been a professional in college, and you see that he can, he can, he's able to take those skills from college and transfer them into the league, and then to pull off some of the blocks that he does is phenomenal. You, you take, you know, 
I think a lot of teams take it for granted how much we need help from the wide receivers in run schemes. And when you can have a guy like Smitty to do those things and you know, to make to make have an impact, it's incredible. We're incredibly lucky to have him. It's kudos to his work ethic, to be honest. I mean, just a hard worker, very detailed, very professional. And yeah. I will say when I did when I did see him come out of college and I was like, hey, you know, he's kind of he's kind of small, but then he, he quickly changed my mind when I saw him block in, you know, in the open field. He's, I think people underestimate how strong he is. So, yeah, smart player as well. He knows how to use his leverage and use his size well. Running uh, like forty some odd times a game is just the. Most fun that you've had uh, in the week playing this style of ball. I've always had fun, to be honest. I've always had fun, but um, it is fun yeah, making big runs and making and making an impact on plays, and especially just tiring out the defense because it makes it much easier on pass plays. So it is fun. Thanks, Thanks, Up next, linebacker T.J. Edwards. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I tried to stay out of it for in terms of all the talks and everything like that. And um, when my agent said it was good to go, it was good to go. So I'm just glad, you know, we get something done for next year and, um, you know, just keep focusing on what we're doing right now. It's been sort of been I mean, it's exciting. You know, obviously, anytime that stuff comes about, it's exciting just to even uh, think about, and, you know, coming from undrafted and all that and how all that goes and everything like that. But just knowing that if I came in here and just and worked as hard as I could, that, that good things will come. And um, if they don't, I'll try to force with, my with so many guys, guys, Were you able to kind of take a moment and kind of reflect at all? Yeah, um, you know, for a quick second, you know, obviously it's exciting and I'm, I'm grateful and I'm um, extremely happy to be locked in for one more. But, um, you know, it's, it's the NFL and we got a really good team. We're going to play in New York. So uh, it was right back to work. You know, guys see, I mean, Dallas and Josh Sweat and, and you and, I mean, there's Jordan. Um, guys know that if, if they do their job and perform at a high level, they're going to get taken care of. How, what, what effect does that have? Yeah, I mean, from the beginning of the year, um, coach's message has been we have you know everything we need right here, and I think you know guys just believing in what they're doing, believing in their roles, and um, doing things to the best of their ability, uh, knowing that those things will you know happen when they happen, and it's one of those things where you can't really worry about all that, all those external factors because you can't control that, and just knowing that you got to come in here and do your job very well, otherwise, um, you know it's, it won't be for long. As I always, that's kind of how I think about it. So, yeah. Um, in terms of like texting me and stuff, yeah, I mean, I had just you know high school coaches and um, the Wisconsin guys and all that, and obviously my, my teammates in here were just showing nothing but love. So it, it felt uh, really cool, and you know I know a lot of guys were were proud and things like that. So that's that's cool. Um, but I just want to keep keep growing every single day and keep showing more and more what what I can do. Positions. How has Nick um, improved as a as a coach and a teacher over the last few months during the season? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Rallis, are you talking about? Yeah, Rallis. Yeah. No, 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 no worries. Um, yeah. I mean, again, we came in day one, and his biggest thing was transparency and communication, and um, kind of seeing how we things, how we see things fit in the game plan, and um, but also the way he goes about the game. His his football IQ is through the roof. So we come in and we learn something new every single day uh, about the game and about why we're running certain schemes. So I just think the way that he's broken down things to us that in ways that we can understand has been really special. Um, and I think that's something that's been a really big help to our room. Yeah, yeah, no, he's doing well. I mean, uh, I talked to him uh, before he went in and obviously it's it's tough. You know, you hate to see it, especially for, you know, a guy who, who works so hard every single day uh, on his body and uh, on his mind, on his, you know, just understanding the game and, and things like that. But uh, I have no doubt about DT that he'll be back stronger and better than ever when he's ready to come back. What did you see from him as far as reacting to that and how he stayed prepared and Sunday when he had to play, he played well? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Alex, he's the ultimate pro. Um, you know, he's been, he's been everywhere from the CFL to, you know, a bunch of different teams and he understands, uh, 
how things go, I'm sure, better than others. And um, he was a guy who was a, still a leader in our room, um, a guy that we rely on to uh, keep things together. And um, when he was you know, ready to go, he jumped right in and, again, was making plays just like he always does. So um, I know he's ready for any, any role that, he, um, that the coaches give him. The, the calls there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all off of looks. Um, so we have yeah. we have stuff in all every week. Um, it's just you know actually getting to those looks and getting to the right down and distance and again doing a good job on the first and second down so that we can get to the the things that we want to. And um, I think the past couple weeks have just been doing a really good job of being better on the first and second down so that uh, we can get to those things. And like I said, I don't think we're doing anything you know more or less. I think we're just executing a lot better right now. Uh, with them obviously playing on Monday, were you able to watch that game? And what did you notice about their offense? Yeah. 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 I mean, they have a bunch of just dynamic playmakers around them. Uh, I think the the rookie is special. I think Daniel Jones, you know, I've seen him for a couple of years. And, um, you know, he's really good with his feet and with his arms. He's a really, really strong arm, a guy who makes plays out of the pocket. Uh, you know, obviously we've seen him. We've seen them with some really good QB runs in the past, um, and they play really well together. So, yeah, we've seen it a couple times, but, you know, so we ready for it. No, 100%. low point of the year was that long flight back from Vegas. Um, what kept this group together at that point? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think our, our leadership and guys within each room, um, we've done such a good job of just coming in the next day and you know it is what it is you know if we didn't have a good game or not the best we know that the only thing that's going to fix that is getting back on the tape fixing uh, what we did wrong and, and going from there so I think the leadership has just been on a whole nother level in terms of Rodney and Fletch and uh, Jay Hurts and Dallas and all those guys so I think it's guys like Thanks, that who do such a good job of keeping us together all right. Thanks, guys. Thanks. appreciate you guys Next to the podium, center Jason Kelsey. So Nick, past couple of weeks has kind of constantly brought up physicality, nastiness. Did did he emphasize that more behind the scenes, uh, uh, starting that, or has it always been sort of consistent? I think, you know, it's, I think it's been an emphasis. It's certainly been an emphasis for the O line is most years, but you know I think we have a lot of guys up front who are good at that. I mean, obviously, um, you know. Jordan's a big guy, you know, Landon's a big guy. You know, we got some really big physical guys out there and, um, you know, we're getting an opportunity to really uh, get after guys. So I think, um, you know, it's been a lot of fun. Do you feel like those traits are sort of like contributing or maybe are the offensive identity at this point? Yeah, I mean, you know, our identity is what we do every single time we go out on the field, right? So, um, you know, I, I enjoy running the ball. I enjoy uh, a lot of the things that we're doing right now, especially because we're, you know, winning and having success doing it. Uh, you know, that being said, though, you know, you still got to take what the defense is giving you. You still got to be ready to adjust. You know, if a team's playing, you know, cover zero all day and slamming, you know, eight, nine guys in the box, you better be able to throw the ball. So, you know, I, I feel like, you know, we're doing a good job of uh, facilitating a really, really successful offense right now. It's been such a dramatic shift from, you know, the run past balance from the first seven games to the last four mm -hmm. games. Was there any point along the way where, where you, as an offensive line, started to, to agitate for that, to say that maybe we can lean on this? No. I mean, you know, I think that you kind of tr try and stay in your, you know, realm. But, um, you know, you continue to talk as an offense. As You know, we, we certainly talk openly and a lot with Stout and uh, with any coaches. So, you know, I think that, you know, We've said this before. I know that it doesn't seem like it, but, you know, the runs were getting called. It was just RPOs, and they ended up getting thrown a lot. So, obviously, we're calling a lot more runs now, um, and a lot fewer of those are, uh, you know, RPOs. So, they're definitely getting handed off or read or kept in some way. So, um, you know, I think that, you know, it kind of has morphed into what it is because that's what's been the most successful. So, well, we still have football games to play. Um, I think, uh, I think even in Las Vegas, you know, I still felt like offensively we were starting to figure some things out, especially the first drive. And um, early on, it felt like we were kind of trying to uh, do some things that were working a little bit more. Um, 
So I always felt like we were kind of moving in the right direction, even though maybe the record didn't indicate that, and at least offensively. I can't speak for the defense side of the ball, but it seems like both sides have really figured it, things out and have, um, you know, we've gotten to some things that are definitely working a lot better. The Raiders? Yes. I've had way lost, way worse losses than that. I mean, I remember being in, I think the New Orleans Saints, what, the year that we went to the playoffs was a pretty ugly one. Uh, you know, Green Bay against Aaron Rodgers one year. I think you know, it was like 40 points at halftime or something like that. I mean, that was really, really bad. But, I, you know, I, whenever you get beat that bad, it's, you know, all you can do is just try and get better, go back, get back to work. You know, usually there's a lot of reasons why something like that happens. So um, ultimately we're a better team today because of it. And I think it forces you to look at yourselves and look at what you're doing you know, when your tail's kicked that bad, um, you know, everybody's to blame. So um, I think it's really easy for, to humble everybody uh, across the board and really focus on how everyone individually can get better. Miles said that uh, when he looks at the film now versus a couple of years ago when he was first starting to be used a lot, that he, he sees him hitting the hole much more. There isn't as much dancing it to the mm-hmm. outside. Do you, do you see the same stuff when you look at the film in terms of his Yeah, life? I do. I think I see it in all of our backs this year in particularly, but I think Miles is, you've seen him progress throughout his career in that. Um, you know, the those the window, and I think that's natural for any running back coming out of college. You know, the, the holes close that much quicker in the NFL. You know, the opportunity uh, that you're going to get is only going to be there for a brief second. And, um, you know, I think that he's progressed uh, really, really well in that regard. Um, so he's, uh, it was great to have him back last week for sure. Jason, most of the leaders on the team are, you know, established veterans, been around here for a long time. Jalen's 23. Um, what about him, uh, has, you know, allowed him to be accepted into that role by the team? I mean, you know, as a personality for one, you know, I think that, you know, he's every single day he's coming to work, trying to get better. He's got the right mindset. Um, you know, he's got a, uh, you know, he's got a presence about him, uh, confidence and things like that that also lend themselves to being in that position. But, um, you know, I think for, as far as the intangibles, the leadership, all that stuff, Jalen's uh, been phenomenal in that regard. And, um, you know, I think most guys who uh, are wired like that do that from the age of 23. He's probably been doing that from, you know, when he was in high school too. I mean, chances are that he's probably been wired that way for a while. Nick compared your blocking to Billy Bob. Oh yeah. Well, I'd like to think I'm a little more athletic than Billy Bob, but um, you know that's a that's a heck of a comparison. Yeah, Varsity Blues, the program. um, You know, uh, those are probably my two favorite football movies because of uh, how absurd they are. But um, yeah, those are those are fun ones to watch. Yeah. And his fight with Marcus Davenport, which play got the biggest reaction in, in the O-line room? I don't know. Um, you know, I don't know. I think that, for me, the biggest one that got the biggest reaction was Jordan on the field with Davenport. Um, you know, Jordan's a – I mean, he is a big man. Uh, so is Marcus Davenport. So, um, you know, you need – everybody's got a role on the team. And uh, to have a 400-pound guy that's – uh, you know, getting after somebody—that's a—that's a heck of a imposing force to have on your side. So, um, if, you know, it's awesome to see that type of intensity and emotion out of a guy that size, uh, because I think other teams are probably going to take notice of that one. You think there's a, a misperception about him that he's just a happy-go-lucky Australian guy. No, I think that's a good perception. I think he is a happy-go-lucky Australian guy, but <laughs> he's also a guy that can get pissed off too. So, um, you know, I, I was—you know—that was really. I enjoyed watching it. Um, so, yeah. How much have you seen Jordan's confidence grow? He just seems yeah. so much more self-assured now. He's putting an IHOP on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. You know, he just he knows he can play this game at the highest level. Now. For sure, yeah. The confidence is there. He's really um, – and, and it should be there. I mean, you know, I think when you go out there and you have success, you should be confident. When you when you put the work in, when you practice and you and you create all these habits that are going to enable you to go have success, you should be confident. Um, now, the key is you can't be so confident that you don't realize you still got room to grow. And I think that all of us realize that, not just, you know, Jordan. Um, you know, the reality is all of us can still play better. All of us can get 
um, improve, and uh, you know Jordan knows that, and you know so do the rest of us. Yeah, you know, the, the receivers are an, an integral part, especially of what we're doing up front. You know, I think that, um, you know, Nick has harped on that all off season. obviously coming from uh, that realm. That was something that really he emphasized a lot. Um, and you can see that those guys have really taken to that a lot, whether it's running the, the screens on the outside, asking them to dig out a safety on a run play, asking them to... Uh, you know, block uh, the uh, the bubbles and whatnot. I mean, those guys have all embraced and know that they're going to be held accountable to do that job. And, um, you know, when they all do that, that just makes the defense, you know, respect everything else that much more and defend the entire width of the field, which is, you know, that's a pretty big field out there. So, um, you know, if, if everybody's doing uh, that stuff on the outside, it makes our job a lot easier. You talked about if, if teams start loading the box uh, and playing cover zero, is that – what your expectation is now, given what you guys have shown? I don't know. I don't know that I have an expectation. I'm kind of just going in and seeing what people do. Um, you know, I know that, you know, teams have certainly seen to do that with Lamar and some other running quarterbacks before. I mean, you want to stop the run, playing zero is a good way to do it. Um, but, you know, Jalen can throw the ball really, really well. I think that's the one outlier with this guy is that he's a, he can also be a true quarterback uh, to the T. And, um, uh, you know, I think that he can throw the ball, uh, you know. So if you're going to do zero, that you know, that's a risky game to play as well. Um, so I think, uh, you know, whatever anybody wants to try, you know, we're, we're game for it. All right. And lastly, linebacker Alex Singleton. <laughs> this is nice. I was hoping we were practicing outside, to be honest. <laughs> A bunch of guys have said it's cold, but you guys are all wearing shorts, so I don't really know. This feels nice. I mean, yeah, this is like a nice fall day. <laughs> January 9th will be another story. What was uh, you, you lost some playing time there? What was your reaction? How did you kind of approach staying ready at that point? Yeah, I mean, you know, I would say, you know, for most of my career, you know, I've had to have that, you know, kind of do whatever you can and not really worry about, you know, what's going on around and. When you get to play, you know, do everything you can. And so that's, you know, the the mindset I took the entire time. You know, I was going to do everything I, you know, could for this team to win games and then also to, you know, just make myself better during that time and be able, to, you know, for if anything to happen, you know, step up and be able to play. Is that hard to do? Uh, you know, I think sometimes it can be hard to do, but, you know, one, as a job, you know, ever you know, you got to make a choice every day when you wake up to whether you're going to go and perform at you know whatever level you know that you're supposed to and you know the role that you fit in and you know if not you'll get fired from that job you know no matter what you do and obviously this this job has a little more you know I think like faster turnover rate you know if you're not you know if you if you want to sit back and complain for a day you know I I took a long time to get here and a long time to you know learn how to be a pro and do all those things and so to to let, you know, something I can't control, control that would, you know, probably be the biggest detriment to my career to do that to myself. And so, you know, just, uh, you know, stay up and, you know, be ready to go. And, you know, if a situation arose like it did last week to, you know, be able to step up and not, not skip a beat. Was there anything specific you felt like you could do better from when you were playing more before and back to the situation? No, you know, just, you know, like I said, just continue to do the little things, you know, you know, better, and you know, just, uh, you know, be ready, you know, early in the season, you know, we were all, you know, moving positions a lot, you know, week in and week out. And so I think, you know, now it's kind of more, you know, solid roles, you know, within spots. And so it's, you know, just been easier to fully just focus on one position, you know, kind of be able to, you know, make that your spot more than, you know, having to know multiple roles during games. Sorry. You and TJ came in together at the same time. Um, you've obviously grown close. Uh, what, what was your reaction when you heard the news that he got the extension? Oh, I was super happy. I, you know, uh, I, I told him, you know, he didn't, you know, you know, Sunday, obviously, you know, we celebrated the win and stuff. I, I celebrated Monday for him because he didn't want to come out. So <laughs> we, uh, you know, TJ's, you know, that's my guy. You know, obviously we've been through a lot together, you know, from, you know, the, you know our first year here together. And so to just see you know, where he's at and, you know, what he was able, you know, to obviously get, it's huge and, it, you know, it's a testament to who he is. Alex, you, when they 
decided to go with more Davion. Uh, did they talk to you, did JG or Nick talk to you about that at all? And if so, what did they tell you you needed to do to keep going? Yeah, I mean, there wasn't, you know, I, I mean, they just kind of told me, you know, what the decision was going to be, which, you know, it, it is what it, you know, was going to be. And, you know, I, like I just said, you know, I had a choice to, you know, you can lay down and just kind of, you know, I, I don't know, I guess feel sorry for yourself and, you know, hurt this team, you know, hurt the organization and then ultimately hurt yourself by, you know, probably losing a job, you know, pretty quickly if, you know, you do that. And so, you know, I decided, you know, whatever I could do to make the team better, you know, I think, you know, I got to play more, you know, special team snaps where, you know, that's how it all started for me. So to be able to, you know, be in that room, you know, be the captain in that room and, you know, not have been playing a ton of special team snaps, you know, to kind of, you know, be able to just show the guys, you know, what, what I could do there and, you know, just kind of, you know, lead in that way, you know, was, was fun. And, you know, I, I enjoy doing that. I enjoy doing anything I can for this team. And, you know, I love this game. So, you know, I don't care if I get one snap or a hundred snaps, you know, they're all going to, they're all going to be the same. So, you know, whatever, whatever I can do and is what I'm going to do. You were still pretty much the third down guy and, um, which required a lot of blitzing, or at least not a lot of blitzing, but you were the blitz guy. Mm -hmm. um, and it seems like the last several weeks you've been getting home more. Why is, why is that been? Yeah, I think, you know, I, obviously we've been more aggressive just kind of overall, I would say. And so, you know, I, I think our front four is, you know, top of the league. You know, no one can, you know, beat them when we just rush just the four of them. So, you know, to kind of be the guy that gets to, you know, play off of them makes it, I would say, pretty easy to be that blitzing linebacker, you know, when it's called on to have the, when those guys are running games for you and you just kind of get to fit off them and, you know, fit, I, I, I found it, you know, easier. And that's, you know, testament to the coaches as well for, you know, drawing up those schemes and putting us in the right spots why, to, you know, be able to make those. Why that, why that A-gap blitz open up for you? Dude, what, ha what happened? Uh, you know, uh, we got, we got them to, you know, we had ran a blitz earlier in the day where we sent Rodney from the, you know, the boundary. And, you know, when he showed down that side again, you know, we knew they were going to slide the protection that way. And so, Instead of me having to, you know, read what the center was going to do, it was, you know, easy just to, you know, we knew, I knew it was going to open up right away and the guard wasn't going to see that they slid the other way. And so I knew I was going to be free. The new uh, play caller for the Giants, that, how big of a Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, they're not, depending on, you know, obviously the head coach will kind of have a say, you know, you would assume with kind of how much they want to fully change this week. But, you know, a lot of our coaches, you know, know, you know, know Freddie and, you know, we've played against them, you know, coaches have played against them. So we'll, we'll obviously look at stuff he's done, but also, you know, the Giants, you know, they're going to, you know, be themselves, you know, they're going to, you know, Daniel Jones has ran pretty much kind of the same type of offense his entire career. So I'm, we're, you know, pretty much banking that they're, they're not going to change it too much this week. Awesome. Thanks, Alex. Yep. Appreciate it. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.